now looks like we are officially, officially good. Officially, officially. Y'all know what I meant, right? Y'all already know what time it is. Hey, everybody. How's it going? My butterflies, my transformers. Y'all know I say that all the time because we are all changing and we are all in the midst of some type of transformation process. At least that is why I am here to help a lot of my lovely ladies out. I am all about helping you all become something new, of course. If you are just now tuning in or tuning in for the first time, it is me, Coach V, and welcome to my Freedom Reigns podcast, where it's what? All about helping my marriage-minded Christian women be free from religion and the rules in order to date wisely so that they can win at love, okay? As the new love strategist, typically what I do is I help black women become whole. I help them develop self-love and renew their hearts, then equipping them with the intentional dating skills that are necessary to win at Kingdom Love. Very quickly, as far as new news is concerned, I'll say currently new love language or the N2L enrollment, that is an open enrollment. And September's course that just unlocked on Monday was Help Me Attract an MVP, all right? That program, it's amazing. It's month to month. There's no commitment, no contract. It's a favorite of many ladies because it's there when they are ready to log in. It's self-paced, the whole nine. You can learn more there on the website. Coming up, I will be doing something called Fearless. It is a five-day study for the single mom who is ready to unveil on her quest to becoming bolder. If you are on the New Thing Life Coaching mailing list, then you're going to get more information on that sometime this week. Don't worry about it, okay? Moving along, I want to talk about trauma, okay? And I know that I, I had already previously said that I would be chatting about untreated trauma, talking about pain, talking about abandonment, the whole nine. Of course, I do dating and life coaching. I even do relationship coaching. But most of my clients come to me for inner healing, whether they even know that that's what they're, you know, particularly coming for. But they know that something is going on inwardly that they need to deal with. And I always remind ladies, like, we have to work on the murky areas inside before even thinking about love, right? Why? Because broken people attract unhealthy relationships. Because untreated issues lead to repeated fights and arguments. Like you have to work on those murky areas because healed eyes and a healthy heart will help you enter and maintain the relationship that you deserve, the one that God desires for you to have at the end of the day. And what I see is too many black women today have untreated trauma. And this is something that affects people greatly, okay? So what is trauma? You already know, I wanna talk about it. What is trauma? It is defined as a deeply distressing or disturbing experience, okay? A deeply disturbing or distressing experience. Being hurt, rejected, skipped over, or bypassed by a man, that can be traumatizing, okay? Church hurt is traumatizing. Losing a friend is traumatizing. Breakup or divorce, trauma, okay? Don't even get me started. I've talked about that recently, but the post-traumatic slave syndrome, trauma. Abandonment issues, daddy issues, the whole nine, trauma. And a lot of you are walking around with untreated trauma, never healing from someone that hurt you. And the reason that that's a little concerning and the reason that I talk about it so much is because those are the women, you know, 
the ones who are out there still trying to date and form connections and trying to figure out why they're still single. When truth be told, a lot of times those frustrations about being single are only there because of the untreated trauma. Like untreated trauma is dangerous. And the reason that is, is because emotional trauma, it causes lasting changes in the part of our brains that is actually responsible for controlling our emotional responses. Like trauma retards the brain, as in it stops the brain from actually growing, right? Like at the end of the day, like trauma will stop your brain from growing and actually developing. So it's something that you absolutely have to deal with. And I realized that a lot of times I end up encountering a lot of women who are at the end of the day, they are little girls and grown women bodies who are stuck in the past, who are carrying hurt, but making poor relational choices. Staying too long in something that's detrimental, right? Constantly seeking a sign or confirmation on whether to stay or go when it comes to a relationship. Self-sabotaging things that could actually be good. Trying to find a reason to stay when something is obviously bad. Like we got to learn and know that familiar and comfortable does not equate to healthy and safe, like at all. And y'all already know, I talk about fear of abandonment, of course, right? Being abandoned is traumatizing as well. Because now it's fearing getting close intimately with someone because of the whole what if factor. And that fear of it, it can come from the sudden loss of a parent. It can come from um, a divorce or breakup, you know, between your parental units or figures. It can come from a parent that wasn't there for you physically, emotionally, or even mentally. It can come from a bad breakup or divorce that was unexpected. Like people really don't understand the grief that takes place behind divorce. Because at the end of the day, you got to think, and this is something that I have never, you know, I've never been married. Um, I'm, you know, so I'm not divorced, but it's something that I've really taken the time to study so that I can understand and have a better understanding because it's easy for other people to say, oh, you know, we just move on after divorce. No, people get married with the intentions of staying married. You literally take vows and you stand in front of, you know, other people or at a church or whatever, and you are literally taking vows and pledging to be with this person for the rest of your life. And you are thinking, okay, like this is going to be it forever. So there's a lot of grief that takes place when that ends. Like they say, that is one of the most painful things that someone will go through emotionally speaking. So all of those things that I just mentioned can all lead to a person having a fear of abandonment. It is a real thing that affects the brain and the rationale. And I encounter women, or actually, I'm sorry, I encounter a lot of people in general who can be very dismissive of this because they don't understand it. Funny enough, it's been two men, more three men, more than anything. And along the lines, they were all pretty much, you know, saying the same thing where it's like, oh, I mean, well, people have been through things in life. You know, you just gotta, you know, not let it define you. Or, you know, I mean, well, look at me, you know, I'm, I'm still doing okay. And you know, all the things that I've been through, like I've had this conversation with a guy that I was dating. I remember, you know, even a conversation like with one of my, you know, my male friends, but talking to people who they really don't understand how certain things can have a person stunted if it's something that they went through when they were a child or a teenager. And I've even, even just the other day, so I was having a conversation with this guy and he even started mentioning like, you know, look, you know, think about some of the different, you know, celebrities and people and whatever else that 
you know, have gone through this. Like you'd be surprised at some of the things that people actually went through, you know, and look at how successful they are. But, you know, I really had to get him to understand, okay, that's cool. But I don't understand why people tend to mention worldly success like that's the top goal. So you're saying, oh yeah, it's sad that this person was molested or it's sad that this person had to go through, you know, broken home syndrome or whatever, not realizing what it has done to them emotionally and mentally, but people are quick to say, oh, but look at look at the money that she has. Look at su how successful he now is. Oh, well, look at me now and you know everything that I went through as a little boy. Okay, and like we have to stop, you know, just downplaying and dismissing things that people like things affect everyone differently and yeah let's also be real a lot of the most successful people emotionally and mentally we know that they've got some things going on they are not in the best of places you know when you when you think about it sorry let me mute my computer here so you don't have to keep hearing every time i get an email alert Sorry about that. Um, so, yeah, so it's always interesting, you know, you know, talking to people who don't really understand how trauma affects people and how, yeah, even if it's something that happened 30 years ago, this is why there are a lot of broken people who are still walking around right now. Fear of abandonment or any untreated trauma is how women can end up going to a really bad mental place over a man or a situation. Like a couple of weeks ago, I did a video on um you know why black women struggle getting over a breakup or you know even getting over an ex you can see that at the um the youtube channel i think it's bit.ly forward slash coach v channel all lowercase if i'm not mistaken but also for those who are in the sass tribe I, I went live and i talked about it in there as well but i get it like and it's why like my my course playing it cool is about helping women chill when it comes to dating, like in that course, we talk about a lot of those emotional drivers that'll have women all over the place and people struggle with just chilling out a little bit. Anyone that has endured any type of trauma, the thing is, once you've gone through something and you haven't really dealt with it, you have not healed from it, you are going to be torn between rejecting it and reliving it. Either you're going to reject it or you're going to relive it. Some people, they try to act like it never happened. Some people, they can only focus on the fact that it did happen. And, you know, what happens is that the brain adapts to its circumstances. And that is why it's so easy for some people to relive it. They reject it as being traumatizing, but they it's like they've become adapted to it. They, they are just okay with reliving it. Just like a soldier requesting to go back into combat. You can liken that to a woman seeking out a series of bad dudes and bad relationships for the same reason, addicted to it in a sense. So your fears and untreated trauma, et cetera, they can pour out into your dating and or love life in the same manner. Here's something that I used to do. I used to do, praise God for deliverance, okay? And I'm sure that many of you can relate to this as well. So I would go through the whole, ooh, I am healed, I'm good to go, and I know my worth, and, you know, everything would be all amazing. I would meet a man, and I just knew that, you know, it was going to be the best thing ever. I would be all in love, and it was like, woohoo, yay. Now, of course, remember, in love is not the same as real love, okay? So for me, it will be like, okay, like, I'm good to go. I'm in a better place, and I'm all in love, and I got this amazing guy. Cool. Somewhere along the line in the relationship, something happens. There's, like, some type of shift, which, you know, of course, typically it's because the 
you know, the, the hormones and everything, you know, the honeymoon phase kind of like wears off a little bit, but it's like something happens. Then it's like, okay, now my needs are not being met or, you know, I'm feeling a little bit needy or whatever the case might be. I kind of go into that. Oh, like, well, they, they might leave. Or what if this is not, why isn't he doing the things that he used to do? Well, how come, you know, some of the things that he said we were going to do, how come this, oh, it just seems like he's changed or whatever else because fear of abandonment left untreated turns into abandonment anxiety inside of relationships okay because if you don't deal with that you're still living in that perpetual fear so even in your relationships you're always thinking okay are we about to break up or what is going on why does he not love me anymore i i don't understand and then a lot of times it's like okay i i, I don't want this person to leave me like you start feeling like a little like you don't even realize that you're being this way but you are and it's like you have that mentality of like but i need this person because it's like you're on a high with them and you're on a low without them because the brain has literal levels of addiction. And what happens is that in love feeling starts to fade a little bit and then pain comes in. Now, mind you, pain from rejection or abandonment is real. Like the emotional pain can physically manifest to the point that pain medicines can actually aid and bring relief. And now you end up dealing with a trigger that'll end up taking place because a need was unmet. That would happen to me in a lot of my relationships. Like I said, things that went just like that. It went from me being in love. That it's like, wait a minute, something's not right. Okay, well, I need more of this from him. And now I'm like in panic mode. And now the in love feeling starts to fade off a little bit. And like I said, a trigger is what took place because I realized that a need was unmet. It would then lead to me being super needy. And a lot of you, a lot of you can relate to this. And then it's like now entering jealousy, controlling behavior, fights, arguments, mania, love, the whole nine, pretty much trying to force or manipulate the man to meet the needs in order for you to feel secure, which you should have tended to prior. And then what happens is you go through those little things back and forth. And then it's like when you make up, now the brain is happy. Because now all of the endorphins that get released and the brain is happy because it's like, oh, I got my fix. It's like you got your fix when it came to the addiction. And, you know, studies show that drama in relationships is actually more powerful and addictive than cocaine and heroin. We literally go through a cycle and release adrenaline, which is already addicting by itself. The adrenaline drops. You make up with the person. You release the endorphins and the dopamine in the systems during the makeup. And now what happens is that your body now associates drama and pain with pleasure. Did you catch all of that? Because that's a lot. And I've already spoken about anxious attachment styles before as well, because that's what happens. You have an attachment system that now gets activated. In Proverbs, we are told to guard our hearts because everything we do flows from it. And a lot of you, even while dating, are making moves based on the condition of your heart. And the moves that you're making shows whether you're healed or healing. Like whether you're operating from a place of fear, you know, whether it's pain from the father, lack of trust, heartbreak, betrayal, whatever. And if you have untreated trauma from the past, or if there's any type of fear, especially abandonment, you have to work on that. 
because abandonment anxiety typically does not end well at all because normally the partner on the other end, dude ends up having enough. It always, it almost always ends with the other person leaving because they can't take the ups and downs. They can't take the highs and the lows and you know, like the need to always validate their partner to prove themselves. And because that person ends up leaving, it's like now the very thing that you were afraid of happening ends up happening. It becomes stressful to other people. And what I see a lot of times as well is that, you know, those who have like untreated trauma and stuff, a lot of you are quick to, or a lot of those people, you know, the people who do suffer from that, they're quick to attach even to unavailable partners or relationships. This was me at one point as well. Whether that partner, the, the man might be emotionally unavailable, but then the woman will do what? Making excuses for his behavior or thinking that you should just stay and pray. <laughs> Sometimes the man is physically unavailable, as in a long distance relationship. Um, also some women end up, this is why they're okay if a man is incarcerated, okay? The man might be totally unavailable as in he is in like another relationship or even a marriage whatever the case might be whatever is going on all of those things actually represent still a fear of abandonment because those that deal with this kind of trauma they try to get a difficult man to stay and love them with the mentality of oh well if i can get him to change if i can get him to stay if i can get him to leave if i can get him to move for me that means i won that means i'm worth it Finally, or, or they know the man can't and won't give what they need and therefore he can never commit to her. And well, guess what? If he can't commit, that means he can't leave. That means he can't abandon you. The things that are done unconsciously that stem from untreated trauma lead people in cycles of unhealthy relationship patterns. I would challenge you to examine the past few men that you dated. Think about the past few men that you desired or that you were in a relationship with. Think about the last man or two that made you cry. Like, is there a pattern that you need to break free from? Think about, is there some type of pattern? Now, let me say this a little bit off the subject. So I've had women tell me that they struggle with emotional intimacy and vulnerability, like when it comes to dating, which and I understand emotional intimacy is very difficult for those with any type of trauma that still has them in chains. Okay. Emotional intimacy is pretty much when people feel safe sharing their feelings with each other, even the uncomfortable feelings. Okay. So those that struggle with this, I understand this was me. It was like, God forbid you connect to someone, be vulnerable and allow them to see into you when there's a chance that they may leave, right? Like I get it, but coming free from my past issues, that was a challenge. Like it really was a struggle, y'all. Like I was doing the whole, you know, practicing at relationships by dating and some things really just made me cringe in relationships. I realized that I was not comfortable with a lot of things, truth be told, and the things that actually are necessary to sustain a healthy relationship but you are going to prevent the healthy connection that deep down you desire until you tend to this, until you deal with anything from your past, until you deal with any type of trauma, until you deal with any type of fears, you have to tend to this. A lot of the ladies that I, they all have some type of fear. 
there's a fear that's present that causes them to keep dating the same kind of men that causes them to not date at all that has them not wanting to leave that relationship or whatever the case might be you know the fear to even to start that business to start the healing to start the ministry to write that book there is some type of fear that is always present and for you, I don't know what your fear is, but you do need to identify where it came from. Where did that insecurity and fear come from? Who hurt you in the past? Can you be real and get honest about who has hurt you? What traumatized you? What took away your power? And again, a lot of us was like, oh, well, I've not been through any trauma. I gave a whole long list in the beginning of this podcast of different types of trauma. There are many different things that end up happening that are traumatic at the end of the day. Like, who told you or made you think that you have to stay here instead of being free? Like some of the, th I've had women and I, I'm not going to, you know, tell any, I don't want to really do specific examples because <laughs> I don't ever want anyone to think that I'm, you know, being whatever, but I've had women who have actually, you know, who they reach out to me. It's almost like clockwork who are letting me know that they, they want to work with me, but they're not ready yet. And it never has anything to do with the financial aspect. They're not ready yet because they're still afraid of taking the steps forward that are necessary for them to heal. A lot of you are so bound by your past that you're afraid to even start healing from it. Who told you or who made you think that you have to stay here instead of being free? The things that some of you have said to me as to why you're not ready yet. I can't make anyone be ready. Matter of fact, I only want to work with those who are ready, you know, at the end of the day. But it makes me so sad to have like coach, like I've been ready, you know, I want to work with you, but I just, I got to get my mind right first because I don't, I know you're going to make me talk about this and I'm not ready to talk about that yet. I'm like, okay, if you want to continue being stuck for a little bit longer, that is okay. I had someone tell me that I reminded them of someone that they really did not want to be reminded of. And that was what was stopping them from working with me. Okay. Like I said, I can't make anyone do anything if they're not ready, but how long are you going to choose to stay stuck and remain there? You literally, you have to break out, be free and stop self-sabotaging your desired happiness. And it's not to take away anything that you've been through, because again, I've gone through a lot and I know that a lot of you have gone through a lot. Things at the hands of your mother, things at the hands of your father, things at the hands of an ex, you know, whether it was an ex-boyfriend, an ex-husband, a friend, a church member. Again, trauma is real. I know a lot of people, you know, that word sometimes get overused, but then it's like at the same time, it's also underestimated. Breaking the cycle is the key to moving past trauma because otherwise you will find yourself repeatedly being in that cycle of drama and just being addicted to the drama and just the nonsense. And you know, it's like, I realize we talk a lot about generational curses. I see it on social media all the time. And we declare and decree that we're going to be the one to break them. And we declare and decree and we talk about how the devil picked the wrong one. And you know, it might've run in my family, but it's, you know, it ran into me and now it's going to be a done deal. And I see people who mean it, but they don't really want to do the work. They don't really want to face those demons. They don't really want to go through a lot of those different things. Don't let that be you. Because the thing is, whatever it is that you don't face, your children will. Whatever you don't face and deal with, someone in your bloodline is going to have to deal with it. 
And many of you either give up or never make it to healing because of whatever reason that a lot of people end up, they die trying and that makes me sad as well. A lot of women, so many, especially black women, they exhibit signs of trauma, but don't admit to it because some don't even realize that it's present. And that is also why I talk about a lot of these things so much, because again, you can come to me all day. Hey, I'm ready to start dating and I want to, you know, do this an online dating profile and whatever else. And I'm ready to find me a man and whatever else. I'm like, oh yeah, cool. Sure. We can do all that because that's what I do. I'm a dating coach. But at the same time, you have to real. okay, there is a reason why something's not working out for you. There's a reason why you're finding yourself in these same patterns and cycles. There's a reason why that thing has not happened. And it's like, okay, let's figure out what that is. So I talk about trauma a lot because some people are not even aware that they are carrying it around with them. And it's a lot to admit to it as well, because when you admit to it, it now means you have to deal with it, means you have to begin processing it, means you have to acknowledge that yes, somebody hurt you and got over on you, that somebody betrayed you. You have to admit that somebody violated you. I get it. I did not want to admit that my daddy, local celebrity, abandoned me and had me jacked up and left me hanging and that he was not there for me the way that he should have been as a father. I didn't want to admit that I was hurt, nor did I want to admit that my mom wasn't perfect and she played a large part as well. I didn't want to admit that I was afraid that I would never be good enough for a man. I didn't want to admit that I sabotaged numerous potentially great relationships with men all because I didn't heal. I didn't want to admit that I stayed in unhealthy relationships because I was afraid of not having anyone. I didn't want to admit that I had a fear of abandonment. I didn't want to admit that I also had a fear of rejection. I didn't want to admit that I wasn't perfect though I was saved, but now I do. Because what I know is that whatever I acknowledge publicly, the enemy can't torment me with it privately. Now, I it's all about admitting things and learning the triggers and working through them. It's about communicating to your partner at the right time. You know, this is where that emotional intimacy comes into play. But it's communicating to them so that they are aware and can understand things as well. Because someone who doesn't know won't understand that it is almost impossible to rationalize with someone who has untreated trauma, with someone who is battling, you know, fear of abandonment, rejection, and whatever else. Again, the brain function, people don't get it. But for me, it's like all of those things that at first I could not admit, now it feels good to admit things. I love the fact that I can be vulnerable with my partner. I love the fact that we have a level of closeness that is unmatched. The way that we can discern what the other is even thinking and feeling it's like i have no words for it but i know it's because we could admit certain things to each other we dealt with our past stuff we dealt with our past relationships so that we could be good and better for each other so that we could have our ship together i said ship and it's a beautiful thing we provided those safe spaces and places early on and it's the only reason why we now have this beautiful relationship it's the only reason why things are developing because like i said i had a lot of stuff that i had to work through and it was not easy at all but it was worth it so i would tell anyone stop putting off today what you can go ahead and accomplish if you know that you have something to work on and work through 
then it's time for you to work on and work through. You deserve peace. You deserve love. You deserve happiness. And God wants nothing but great things for you. God cares about everything you care about. God cares about your love life. I know people don't believe and think that, but yes, he does. God cares about all of those things. And it just saddens me when I just see people just choosing to stay put and not pursue the things that they really want and desire because they're thinking it might fail or who am I that I should get this or I don't deserve this or whatever the case might be. Mm -mm. Don't let that be you. It's time for you to go after everything that you've been wanting to have. Everything. It's time for you to start you know, thinking about those dreams and the goals and the visions and everything and even the promises of God that a lot of times we get in the way and we, we you know, we just, we stop a lot of those things from even manifesting all because of where we are. You know, this was something I was even talking about leading up to when I did the unabandoned workshop because a lot of times we take our abandonment issues even into our relationship with God. It's like, we don't even realize that there's like a drama a, a drama-filled, traumatic cycle, even to our prayer life. I don't even have time to talk about that. Ladies, listen, I am the new love strategist and I am here to help you win, okay? I'm a life dating and relationship coach and I'm also an online dating consultant with New Thing Life Coaching where I help women mend their hearts, tend to the past, and get restored to their best selves in order to get out of their way, successfully date, and build a new love language. I am here for the women that need help and are ready to do the necessary work, okay? And I do, I have a treatment plan that I have to take women through because untreated trauma and the fears prematurely end their dating ships, it ruins their relationships and it prevents their desired, prevents their desired love life. I want to help you unlearn patterns of self-preservation. I want you to learn the healing techniques and the love strategies. And again, I am here when you are ready. Do you want to be free from the past so that you can live your best life? Do you want to do the work because you're tired of being bound by things that you're struggling to be free from? Do you trust me to help you do the work so that you no longer have to be plagued by childhood trauma and blockages that are present? Can you say that you have truly had enough of the old and you are ready for the new you? You're ready to step into who God is calling you to be. You're ready to be fearless and all of those different things. If you are ready to be free, I had already said in the Sash tribe anyway, that I am already, you know, I'm, I'm taking people in my breakout program. All you have to do is message me and just say breakout. You can comment and say breakout. You can email me. A lot of you even know my email address. Hey sis at newthinglifecoaching.com and just type break out. And if you want to break out, I vow to climb in the hole with you. And for 12 weeks, I am going to lead you to newness. It is time, okay? Like, yes, I love it. Like, these are the things that get me pumped and happy. I love helping women be free. Connect with me, everyone else. You might not be ready to be free yet. Visit the site and subscribe to stay in the know. Again, especially as it pertains to Fearless, the upcoming five-day study for single moms who want to live fearlessly. You can subscribe to this podcast to know about new episodes. I do new motivation on Monday afternoons and a new episode series on Wednesdays. God bless those of you that are monetary sponsors showing support for the value that I provide. I love you and you all make many different things 
possible in the ministry and business. Lastly, if you're a podcast listener, come on into the Sash Tribe on Facebook. <laughs> that is where I provide affirmations, motivation, inspiration, tips, videos, the whole nine. Of course, New Thing Life Coaching is also on Facebook and Instagram. In closing, be blessed, be healed, and remember, we will win. I love you ladies and I pray that you all have a fantastic night. Bye.